What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is Monday. Um, I'm super excited that it's already here. I kind of actually forgot that I was that I was gonna do this today. I forgot that it was Monday, and I was driving around, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's Monday! I have a podcast to record." Um, and so I finished what I was doing. I got my ass home. I ate. I watched an episode of Grace and Frankie. I dicked around. I cleaned my room. I'm finally here, like three and a half hours later. So. I'm, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. There were some things that I was going to talk about today, and they were the Chinese New Year, the Year of the Rat, because I was really interested about it. I heard in passing the other day that, I don't even remember what somebody said. I heard in passing that it was like good luck, or like the Year of the Rat was like a really big year for something. And I was like, oh, really interesting. I don't really know much about the Chinese New Year. Um, and I did some research, and I really still don't know much about the Chinese New Year. So I'm not going to talk about it because I didn't actually learn anything about the Chinese New Year um, or the Year of the Rat. And I'm not even the Year of the Rat. I am a boar, according to the Chinese zodiac, if you will. Um, but people born in 1996 are rats according to the the zodiac not myself so take it as you will do your own research um and if i find something very interesting i will get back to you about that later um sorry i'm just gonna drink my coffee as always um other than that i was also going to talk about something that i was discussing at work this week and i just it's been sitting with me i cannot stop thinking about it and it is that there is there's been a couple different incidents incidences incidences and i don't even know is that the right word of ferrets eating children and i'm like fucking shook over it i cannot stop thinking about it and apparently there are a couple different cases of this that have happened i literally googled kids eaten by ferrets and multiple things come up one month old baby has nose lip and cheek eaten by family's ferrets and I'm just, and it was in Pennsylvania, and then there was another one, um, wait, let's click on this one, now I'm into this again, because this is wild, it's this, it's the same one, it's the same one, oh my god, the parents, 42, 42-year-old Bernie Frame and his fiance, 24-year-old Jessica Benals, have both been charged with five counts of endangering the welfare of a, welfare of a child, Oh my god, the baby looked like it didn't have a face. I cannot, I can't with this. I can't believe I'm talking about this. But I just, it's been something that I've just, I can't, I can't stop thinking about. Every, like, every single day. And then there was another one in Missouri. Missouri ferret attack, not isolated incident. Animals known to bite babies. See, this is a thing. And I can listen to the whole article. Now this, this ferret ate all the baby's fingers. So this baby... Oh my god. This one was in Wisconsin. And I'm getting pop-ups of toothbrushes because I've been shopping for toothbrushes on on the internet. Um, let's see. 
The animals seem attracted to babies, perhaps due to odors resembling, resembling those of suckling rabbits, according to some sort of doctor. Um, typically, attacks are made when parents are absent or asleep. The ferret escapes its cage and jumps into the baby's crib. One infant died. Others nearly bled to death. One lost her nose, another half of both ears. Up to hundreds of bites were rapidly infected inflicted on all parts of the face holy shit the result resembling oh my god i can't read this the result resembling ground beef according to some observers oh oh my fucking god oh my god okay um anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna exit out of that I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but then I reopened the page, and I have to, and it's just, like, I really feel like other people should know. Um, I'm just, I, I can't, I really can't with, with the ferret thing, and I knew, I knew ferret. I always had a weird feeling about ferrets. I had a weird uncle one time, and he would always bring, like, his six ferrets with him to the family reunions, and he would take them on leashes, and they fucking smell. They are the most disgusting animals. Ugh. All right, I'm moving on. So, um, I kind of had an interesting day. I'm about to do, like, literally a 180. Um, I woke up today, I woke up at 1030, which is, um, which is really bizarre. I'm, I'm typically an, an early riser. I like to get up early. I like to be up 730, um, 8 o'clock when the, when the sun is shining. So, that really isn't much, um, that's not really the case these days. It's been no sun at all so I get up at about 9 30 to 10 30 every day and I really I know that I'm kind of in a funk when that happens so whatever I got up um I worked late last night probably I don't even remember what I did last night I definitely worked but I got up and I was feeling some type of way I was not in a good mood I was demanding things of Alexa Alexa has been I thought she was going to turn on. She didn't. She's been waking me up every morning with this, like, weird music. And so, I get annoyed by it. And I'm like, Alexa, shut the fuck up. Like, turn off. Oh, now she's going to turn on. But it's proven to be not a very good alarm because it just, like, plays this weird music. And then I'm just told to turn off. And it's not as annoying as my phone. So, I really don't get out of bed. So, I've turned my alarm off every single day since I've gotten her which is, it's been a few months now. And so, I finally roll out of bed. I go, I make coffee. I have a slice of toast. I was out of chocolate. Um, a little fact about me, every single morning for years, I don't even, I don't even know when this tradition started. I don't know how long it's been. I don't know why it started. But every single morning, I wake up, I do the same thing. First, I always pee. I always have to pee when I wake up, even though I'm always dehydrated. So I pee, and then I go straight to the kitchen. As I mentioned before, I am always hungry, but the first thing I do is make coffee, and then while my coffee is brewing, I, um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. I I eat a piece of chocolate. I eat chocolate, and it's just, I, my favorite is, like, Lily's dark chocolate, and I get, like, very, very dark, so, like, 85 if I can find it, like 80, 75, 85, right in that range of like pure dark chocolate. And I like Lily's chocolate because 
it's sweetened with stevia so it's not like um I don't know it's not like super sweet and I eat it in the morning I, I crave something bitter and so um I eat chocolate and then I put a piece of toast in the toaster and then lately I've been waiting for my coffee to brew and it brews about the same time as my toast is done and I've been taking it all back to bed with me and it's becoming a bad habit I really need to but it's because it's so cold like usually like in the summertime I would like roll out my mat I would like let myself kind of wake up there um even if I didn't really do any yoga I would at least like center myself there and then I would like kind of start my day but instead of doing that I've been um I've literally been going back to bed with my toast my bed is filled with like weird seeds and things from my toast and so I was gonna wash my sheets today but the day just didn't unfold that way so, which says a lot about me as a person because, um, I've also, it's, it's like a, something else about me, this whole podcast is about me, usually, I've just, it's just becoming like a, like ramblings of myself, but, what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, my god, I don't know if I'm alright. It's that... I I have a really difficult time with planning things and it's like even like my day-to-day so like I could say for like the last couple of days I was like okay I'm gonna go in I have to get a new passport picture taken because I was gonna turn in my passport photo that was on my my OG passport the one that it was um the one that I had before I was robbed in Madrid and then I had to get the replacement so like the OG OG the picture of me was pretty good had brown hair Um, and I was just gonna, they printed out two when I got it done at CVS, and so I still had the one, and I was gonna take it with me, and I was just gonna send it in, because I didn't really care if my, my passport picture had blonde hair or not, it doesn't really matter, but then, last weekend, on my birthday, I took out my passport, and I used it at the bars, which I shouldn't have done, but I didn't have my ID yet, and so, I used it, and I lost the picture, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go and get my license picture retaken, and I've said that like the last three mornings and yesterday my excuse was that it was Sunday and so um I'm saying this out loud so I can be a little more mindful and I can be a little more proactive about making small goals and finishing them instead of just being like whatever I'll deal with it I'll figure it out when it comes and so I'm saying this out loud so I have to hold myself to it I need to get my passport picture done and also I really 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 I need to start working on my small day-to-day goals um and goals are kind of a big issue for me as well because I I've never really been a big goal-oriented person I'm really not I'm um I, I struggle with making goals I struggle with making goals I struggle with um keeping my goals if I make them and I don't really know I don't really know why that is. I mean, I have some, I have some, some facts, some ideas about it, some, um, hypotheses, if you will, about why the fuck I can't create a goal or finish a goal or do anything related to goals. Before, my therapist, Julie, told me that it was because I had a difficult time with stability but I can't really chalk everything up to that because it's like well at some point it has to be some there's something else lying um 
and so I kind of like I kind of was like really in a in a weird spot I woke up it was pouring down rain I, I all I wanted to do was like go lay in the sunshine but there's no sunshine to be found obviously because it's January in Oregon and yeah I just I've, I've really been feeling like something is just off with myself there's there hasn't been a big desire to want to do yoga I haven't really wanted to read books I haven't wanted to cook I haven't wanted to do really anything I'd really like I get up I don't want to do anything so I don't and then I go to work and I come home late and I go to bed and it's not it's not very fulfilling and I, I do feel very unfulfilled but this morning in particular I felt very much so like that but it's difficult for me to say those words because I don't I have a heart I can't always associate how I'm feeling with a certain like feel you know what I mean so like I can't be like mm, something's up it's this 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 and this I'm like oh my god everything fucking sucks everything is like, like something's off so something's really really off and then I just like either numb out completely and I go about my day and I'm like eh, I'm fine whatever nothing affects me or I have a breakdown and today I had a breakdown so I literally spent like two hours no I didn't spend two hours I probably literally spent like only 20 minutes I spent 20 minutes probably maybe 30 maybe I don't know maybe longer maybe we'll say 30 minutes to an hour fucking sobbing today first I sobbed I was crying in my car outside of Elephant's Deli down the street and I had just gotten I just pulled in and I just like started crying and I was like okay this is good this is really really good good job Kirsten as I'm like crying in the car like sobbing and I have my feet up like on the dashboard my shoes are off it's like full on like the car's off and I just don't want to get out because it's pouring and then I'm sitting there and like this group of girls comes up to the car to my car and the one like they're all kind of looking at me and they're like looking at each other and they're looking at me and they are full their hands are like full of stuff and their lights and plates are Colorado plates so I'm like I'm assuming that they were here on like holiday and they're going back or whatever and so they're looking at me and the one girl comes to the, the passenger side window and she knocks on it and I roll it down and I'm just like oh, great and she goes um hi I'm I'm really sorry could you just maybe back up because we're trying to like load this car and you just like really didn't give us a lot of room and um I just I it's gonna be really difficult for me to 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 pull out of this space because so could you just I'm really sorry could you just back up and so I was like yeah great I'll just back up and so I back up and they're all like they're like waving to me thank you thank you and I'm like my face looks like a tomato because I've been crying and my, my eyeballs are all puffy and I'm just looking at these girls who are just like so geared up for winter and just like laughing and loving their zest of life that they have in the moment and I'm sitting there and I was like I could get out of the car now but I decided not to so I continue to cry and these girls are still like it's like this awkward tension that like I'm feeling and I'm sure they're probably also feeling because think about if you were outside and you're like packing your car and you just talk to this person in the other car and they're fucking crying and you just have to pretend like it's not happening like of course they were thinking about it which is fine it's good for me to cry in front of other people it's good for me to cry in general and so um eventually I was like I can't sit here anymore because I just I need more coffee or I'm I don't even remember what I needed but I was like I just can't sit here anymore I have to get out of the car 
so I got to the car and I was like okay I'm trying to like plan the day and my my dad was kind of talking to me this morning and he's sending me these self-help links because he was actually the one who told me today even though I already know it to be true but he brought to my attention again that I get very excited about something and then it like goes away and I it's like only for a month do I get really excited about something and then I'm like excited about something else and I was like I don't know like I just I just need an adventure and I I really want to go see Dave Matthews next month in, in Arizona and he was like well that's just like not that's not a sustainable change that's not that's you masking what else what like what the real underlying root thing is and you're just you're covering it up with like a temporary with a temporary fix and so then I started thinking all day about my temporary fixes because he's right and so at any given time at any given day and any given week for many many years I I have like escape plans I have escape route plans for myself in my brain all the time I have multiple like routes to leave the country I have different plan like so my latest one was it's been New Zealand which New Zealand's kind of been on my mind for a while um but before it was it was London that was a couple months ago and I was gonna you know backpack around and then um yesterday I was looking up silent meditation retreats in Bali and I just have all of these places that I'm ready to go to at any moment. I have, I, I have money in a book that I leave for this kind of thing. Um, so at any given moment, if I'm ready to just quit my job, pull the trigger, go for a little while, and then come back, it's ready for me. And I know that that's um, a trait that's both adventurous. It could be very, very useful. It can be a very constructive trait because it is true the the one thing that I've always wanted more than anything else in this world was to is still to travel um it is my goal to see at least 15 countries before I'm 30 and to see all 50 states and so it's not wild for me to want to do this but he had a very good point where he said you know it's just a temporary thing like it's, it's one thing to want this it's one thing to you know aim for that but you do have to keep in mind that you need something to ignite that fire in you every single day he didn't say that I'm saying this off of what he said after he sent me the self-help videos and then told me to read a self-help book and I said do you know how many fucking self-help books are lining the walls of my room and I just started a new one and this one I've, I've really been excited to read I take a new book with me every time I go on a trip um, next week I'm flying to Ohio. I usually take um, a book by my favorite author, Paulo Colo, but I just wasn't really like, I don't know, I wasn't really drawn to one at the moment, one of the new ones. And so I bought this book, um, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. And so I kind of have been reading it. And so there's some questions that I've been like pondering. and I'm going to get to those later. But with this all being said, with all this, you know, who am I? What am I doing? You know, what's going to get me every day in my life to not feel like I want to hop on a plane at 
all seconds of the day all the time every day even though like that could like in an unhealthy way so I still want to want that I still will always want that because it's been a very um stagnant permanent like concrete thing in my life but I don't want it to be a negative thing where I turn it into oh like Keeks is out roaming this countryside because she couldn't handle the day-to-day life and then I you know I come back every time and she's fucking depressed again she's like she's fucking upset like she's just like masking it all with booze and sex and drugs and shopping and drinking coffees and you know working 65 hours a week you know starting new projects even though like she just like is spinning in her hamster wheel like that is probably my biggest fear and so I don't know I was just kind of like thinking about this all day and I I've been thinking about like what really like brings me joy and I see like fucking posters about it all the time like what brings joy what brings joy and I'm like why is this question so difficult why is it so hard for me to answer this question that is this is not normal but then I was like well is it normal because does everybody every day like have this this thing that brings them joy because I know a lot of people that that's just not true for and so I always have like a thought and then I have like a counter thought and then I have a counter thought to the counter thought and it's just like these are the rabbit holes that I get into it's and it gets like kind of deep sometimes but that's a kind of a big one it's like does everybody just who like who feels joy but that's my goal that's my goal um and so as I pondered it I was climbing the rock wall then I went shopping I just I did some thrift shopping today and it felt pretty good, actually. Like, I got some, like, got some cool things. Uh, I found some really good deals. And I do enjoy thrift shopping. So, it wasn't, like, a... It's been something I've been wanting to do for a couple weeks. So, I finally finally got it out of my system. Um, but I got home and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a personality test. Um, like, the, 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 the famous one, the 16 personalities, where it gives you, like, the, um, like the little code. And I'm going to talk about it. And I'm... Because I haven't read one of these since probably um my senior year of college like the beginning of my senior year of college so I guess it's kind of been a while now since I started senior year of college in like 2017 so it's been like three 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 and a half years depending and so that's what I'm gonna do I already took the questions I got my results I haven't read them yet and so um we're gonna do this right now we're gonna do it together we're gonna figure out who the fuck Kiki Bangs is according to 16 personalities and According to them, I am a campaigner, which is E-N-F-P-A slash E-N-F-P-T. So let's figure out what this means. Um, okay, we're going to go right into the intro. And this says that I, Kiki Bangs literally the first sentence is the campaigner personality is a true free spirit they are often the life of the party but unlike types in the explorer role group campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others and i think that that's true um charming independent energetic and compassionate the seven percent of the population that they comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd Okay, right off the rip, absolutely, all of that is true. I'm not even, I don't even need, anybody who knows me 
will probably say yes, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, so let's see some of the qualities. I don't want to read all of this because this is a lot. Campaigners are fiercely independent and are much more and are much more than stability and security. They crave creativity and freedom. Many other types are likely to find these qualities irresistible. How about that? All right. Um, campaigners know how to relax and they are perfectly capable of switching from a passionate driven idealist in the workplace to that imaginative and enthusiastic free spirit on the dance floor, often with a suddenness that can, that can surprise even their closest friends. Um, yada, yada, yada. They believe that everyone should take the time to recognize and express their feelings and their empathy and sociability that make a natural conversation topic okay i want i want more okay here we go here we go Ooh, here are some other some other campaigners robert downey jr robin williams quentin tarantino rm kim nam i don't know who that is russell brand kelly clarkson will smith meg ryan michael scott from the office <laughs> phil dunphy from modern family piper chapman from orange is the new black and pita Pilark from the hunger games anybody else carrie bradshaw sex in the city somebody straight up told me that i was like carrie bradshaw the other day okay let's talk about my strengths and my weaknesses this is a, there's a lot i don't know if you guys have ever done this but it's on 16personalities.com so, okay, here are my strengths. Curious, observant, energetic, and enthusiastic. Excellent communicators, know how to relax, very popular, and friendly. Hmm. I'm going to kind of read over some of these, and I'm, I'm going to give my, my thoughts. So this says campaigners won't hold their tongues. They're excited about their findings and share them with anyone who will listen. This infectious enthusiasm is a dual benefit of giving campaigners a chance to make more social connections. So this is all pointing to the fact that I'm a very social being. Um, but I don't know that it's true that I won't hold my tongue because I feel like more often than not, I do hold my tongue. Um, I think I have an issue with like not talking about how I feel sometimes, which I know that I do. Okay, let's talk about the weaknesses. Poor practical skills. Um, their skill with upkeep, administration, and follow-through on projects struggles. Without more hands-on people to help push day-to-day -day things along, campaigners' ideas are likely to remain just ideas. That hit me where it hurts because that's so true. I need, I feel like I need somebody every day to just be like, okay, here's what you said, here's what we're doing, I need, some, like, I'm a very, like, I'm a very driven person, actually, no, yeah, I'm driven, I'm driven, and I have a lot of really good ideas, and I, I ponder a lot of really cool things, but I really would benefit from, like, a personal assistant, I would, if somebody was, like, come on, Kirsten, let's go, like, we're, like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do this, and then it would give me, like, the spark of, like, like, I need, I feel like I need somebody to push the ball, and then I could, like, keep the ball rolling, I can, like, keep it going, and keep it going, and keep it going, but somebody needs to get me there, someone needs to push me out of the airplane, um, and it also, another weakness is that I find it difficult to focus, oh, absolutely, I have to, it's been, like, in the past 
you know, a couple weeks that I have to take an Adderall just to fucking do anything, to do anything for a sustained amount of time. Um, campaigners to maintain, it's hard for campaigners to maintain interests as tasks drift towards routine, administrative matters, and away from broader concepts. Yeah, me having to do anything, like, becomes a routine and it becomes boring, which I think is why... I, it's, it, yoga sometimes, like, falls into that. Like, I, I, sometimes I don't, I have to step back because I'm like, am I finding happiness from this? Am I, am I glad that I'm doing this? Like, afterwards, after a good yoga class, like, yes, absolutely. But then, you know, in my day-to-day, I'm like, okay, it becomes, like, something that I feel like I have to check off. And so, I don't know how to find that, like, spark every single day. It, that's, this is, that's, that's a really big one that sparks a lot of thought in me um and then the next one is that I overthink things (laughs) um I don't think I apparently me as a campaigner I don't take things at face value I look for underlying motives and evil even the simplest things it's not uncommon for campaigners to lose a bit of sleep asking themselves why someone did what they did what it might mean and what to do about it Um, the first thing that I think about when I hear that is all of my relationships that I've ever had, every single one of them with like romantically. Um, and also a lot of, I, a lot of like, and I guess other interpersonal ones, but I had like the world's shittiest, I've, I've dated the shittiest people. I, I honestly have, like, I, I said that to somebody the other day. I was a guest at the bar. There was there was me and my friend Jama, the other bartender, and we were standing behind the bar. And this girl was like talking about something, like a, like a guest. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't a guest. It was somebody. But they were talking about the shitty, like they were like, she was like, oh, I have such shitty luck with love. Like I just, I just like, and I was like, oh, honey, no, I date, I have, I date the worst people. And Jama goes, yeah, she does. Yeah, she absolutely does. <laughs> and so when this was happening, like when I was like in the in the brunt of all of that, especially with um my college boyfriend, I would I I lay in bed and I think about like, oh, this means this and this means that and like this is why they did that and then it, then it's like a rabbit hole. And for so long I was like, no, no, absolutely not. I don't get in rabbit holes about anything. I don't overthink things. Like I just let them happen. And that's so not true. It's so not true. It's the opposite of true. And the next one of my weaknesses says that I get very easily stressed. And I do. Campaigners sometimes get overwhelmed, especially when they can't say yes to every every request. Um, a consequence of their popularity is that others often look to them for guidance and help, which takes time and it's easy to see why campaigners um get overwhelmed and that's true too I've always been the kind of person that people will dump things on and it's and it's great and I love to be of service I love to be of help and um but it becomes a little a little overbearing sometimes where I really feel like I get so much human interaction I get so much not only from like other people and then you know my my job that I feel like I have to go into a hole and not talk to anybody and like hibernate for months. That's how I feel sometimes. And so me, it's like, I've also been pondering like, how can I find this balance between getting really overwhelmed 
and like it's no like it's basically this it's like how can I fill my own cup like what do I need to do every single day to fill my own cup and will I can I find can I fill my own cup and like what's it gonna take um okay let's move on romantic relationships is next apparently fantastic um you cannot live without a fire long distance relationships are quite common among campaigners as they view a physical distance as just another idea no match for concepts like love this gives them the chance to demonstrate their commitment both to staying true despite the physical separation and with overtures of effort to surprise their partners crossing that distance on a whim interesting distance on a whim very fucking interesting and it's even more interesting because today i was striving and i was thinking about my patterns and my habits and things that i that i tend to do and i literally said to myself this is about the time that i would try to start to date someone in another state because i'm bored and it gives this like allure of, of, of excitement like and I could change my life because you know this could happen or this could happen or this can happen and I can I can remove myself from this situation and so I'm really starting to notice pattern here um <clears throat> so this is this is a lot and I'm gonna okay I'm gonna read okay yeah, I'm gonna read some of this um Here's something interesting. Okay, campaigners go all in with their relationships, and if they fall apart despite their efforts, they can end up plagued with questions about why the relationship failed and what they could have done differently without a buoy. Um, these thoughts can crush campaigners' self-esteem as they sink into depression. It's important for their campaigner personalities, as with anyone, to remember that relationships are in always mutual, mutual interest, mutual growth, and mutual responsibility, and they can't be solely accountable. After a trial like this, campaigners may be reluctant to open up and commit, and it can take years for a partner to navigate their bewildering depth and intensity, falsely believing that campaigners' enthusiasm and apparent openness means that they were everything, that they wear everything on their sleeves. The reality is that the campaigner's spontaneity, the seeming inconsistency, the erraticism as the untrained eye sees, isn't a product of flightiness or lack of depth. It's the opposite. It is a drive to express ideas about a mystical, all-encompassing energy in the confines of the physical world. And underlying it all is the uniting principle of love expressed in many different ways, but unshakable and infinite at its core. Who fucking wrote this, Gandhi? Jesus, of course, like, of course, that's kind of a lot, um, I kind of don't have words for it right now, um, huh, I'm gonna sit on that one, I'm going to, okay, let's see, my, the computer that I'm using is dying, it's on 4%, I really should have prepared, I could get the charger, um, but we're at 35 minutes, so I'm going to skip to some of these. So the next one is friendships. And I'm going to read more about that on my own. Okay, let's go Let's go to career paths because apparently it's not even that I want a career. I mean, I do. Um, 
eventually like I'm gonna need something to fall back on and that's what scares me is that eventually you know I'm not gonna be in my mid-20s I'm gonna be in my 30s I'm gonna be in my 40s and what am I gonna do to sustain myself you know I can't just like I'm not gonna be a bartender like I can't be a bartender forever I can't like I mean it's fine for now but it's it's not gonna be fine forever and I think that my thought of age like as I'm getting older it's starting to kind of like dawn on me and it's starting to drain me a little bit so then I'm like oh my god like I I'm gonna have to pick something and the thought of picking something is so frightening to me because it feels like I'm going to be entrapped by it and then I have these ideas that I've I just I've never ever dreamed about a career um I've dreamed of writing a book I've dreamed of being a like a speaker I've dreamed of being a a television broadcaster and then I was gonna open a wellness center for a really long time and a lot of these are still true a lot of these things that I that I care about are still true the same big things that have always been of interest to me have have stayed and it's and it's that I feel like I'm in some way supposed to motivate other people from what I've learned because why else would I go through the trials and tribulations of this life that I've that I live now because you know I, I have I have so many people that I've met and that have such a clear path and and in that you know they you know meet partners and they get married and they have kids and it and it all becomes very okay and um and fulfilling in ways that I've just never dreamed of and so I've always felt different I've always looked at my life different I've always pondered different thoughts and I'm I've just always kind of not really fit in and so because of that I'm like okay there's obviously like something I'm supposed to be doing with that and you know I see with this with this wave of you know creating your own you know your own businesses and your own brand and and you know becoming this like person selling like selling a personality selling a brand selling a thing that's becoming easier and easier to to do and then I I look to I look at women like Janae Robbins Robertson um the right the she's a poet I'm looking at one of her books right now and there's and there's so many other people like on Instagram like yoga girl and then I think, oh, am I like, am I worthy enough to do something like that? How would I even start? Like, what do I have to give to the world? And that becomes the biggest question. It's what do I have to give? Like, what what do I know enough about? Because I just dabble in this and this and this and this and this. And I never like really emerge myself because I don't know why that's the that I guess that's the question right now isn't it so hmm. let's read about my career path according to my ENFP personality um okay this says can't I fly helicopters and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks it's a big world out there perhaps even a little too big uh, campaigners are fascinated by new ideas both in terms of developments and fields they're already familiar with and when new subjects comes along the trick for people with the campaigner personality type is to take advantage of this quality this wonder with the magnificent breadth and detail in the world 
is used to propel themselves further and deeper than others are willing and able to go. Okay, so yeah, I was just, I was just, yeah, that literally reiterates exactly what I've just said. Literally to a T without reading this. Perfect. At least I'm like on it. At least I do know things about myself. But this doesn't really give you any answers, I guess. Hmm. All right, let's move on. Too many bosses, too many workers. I don't want to, I want to be my own boss. I don't, um, I need something to satisfy, stir the pot, um, establish themselves as entrepreneurs and consultants, blazing their own trails and taking on whatever project is most fascinating. So long as they get to use their people skills, identify and achieve their own goals and inspire their colleagues and followers, campaigners will be happy. Great. Yeah, it's true. Okay, let's go to the conclusion because I'm done with this for now. Um, I can be easily tripped up in areas where idealism and kindness are more of a liability than to an asset. Oh my god, this has like a like a like a an academy behind it. I have to have a personal roadmap and a plan. The best car in the world will not take you to the right place if you do not know where you want to go. We have told you how campaigners tend to behave in certain circumstances and what their key strengths and weaknesses are. Now we need to go much deeper into your personality and type and answer why, how, and what if. I really feel in a lot of ways I'm not going to come to my full potential until I'm in my like 40s because I feel like the next like 20 years are going to be this like deep soul searching type of thing and I'm not going to figure it out for a lot of years. So my 30s are going to be like those like, God, I'm probably, it's probably going to be like a very sex in the cities 30s. I'm going to be like out and about and I'm going to, I don't know, have a lot of relationships with, with men and I'm going to live this cool life and then who knows? I actually, I don't even know if that, that seems kind of exhausting. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with all of this. I'm right back where I started. I've answered no question that I that I had, but I didn't really expect to. But I guess I'm going to read this a little bit deeper and, and think about it a little more. But I'm going to tie this back to the book that I started that I mentioned earlier, um, The Universe Has Your Back. And this book is really cool because it has, like, it, like, starts chap- – so chapter one – starts with um like questions so it's called you have a hidden power and then it tells a little bit of a story and then it 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 asks you know universal lessons and universal questions and one of the questions that I've kind of been sitting with I closed the book yesterday morning and I and I thought about it for a little while and it was this and what does it feel like and this is the question What does it feel like when I'm connected to the presence of my power? And what does it feel like when I'm disconnected from my power? And, you know, I thought about it. And I, um, and I, this, this is a really good example. When I, when I'm connected to my power, and I think, sidebar, I think answering these types of questions is really beneficial because, it will help me get to the beginning, like the like the deeper parts of my core. 
and also meditation. So I made myself a goal earlier to meditate for five minutes every day this week. And I'm also going to state a goal to put down my mat and get on my mat for at least 20 minutes at home every day this week because going to like a yoga class is great and it's and I love it and it brings me joy and it makes me feel like I got my ass kicked and sometimes that's what I need that sometimes that's the only thing I need but I know that I want to have a sustainable practice and something that will always sustain me and something that I can take with me and cherish and and that it's it's just mine it's not relying on you know the teacher in the class to make me do it and I it's it's so there are my two small goals that I'm gonna make myself work with but I want to continue to read this book and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the question and, and why I just went on that sidebar it kind of ties back so the question was wait where did it go the universe shit okay um what does it feel like I'm when I'm disconnected from my power so the other night I went to a, a hot power yoga class and it was the first one that I'd been to in a, a, probably a month and a half a couple months I haven't been back to the studio in a while um just for various reasons and so I went to this class and it was literally probably the hottest and hardest class I have been to ever and I've been to a lot of yoga classes of this nature and I literally almost had to leave the class because I know I did leave the class I I thought I was going to pass out like my ears my hearing started to like you know flow in and out and then things started to ring and my my vision kind of like getting it kept getting like smaller and smaller and smaller and I was like oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out right now I'm gonna black out in this yoga class and that's never happened to me before I've never felt so like overwhelmed and I was so hot and I was I was dehydrated but earlier in the day I was just I was having a really really funky day as well this isn't just like a day I'm having this has kind of been like a couple weeks a couple like a month and um I stepped out and I like cooled myself down and I, I went back in and then on the way out I remember like I was I I get really insecure when I when I exercise because my face gets really red and it's always been like that it's like I don't know why but my face literally looks like a cherry tomato and I hate that about I hate it when I work out and my face gets like that I get really embarrassed and so I'm walking out and I always look like this after a hot yoga class and I remember there was just like two rows of people waiting to get into the next class and they I was just like every single one of these people was staring at me and I can't believe that I look like this and I can't believe like I felt so small I felt like the smallest version of myself I could not look up I couldn't look any of these people in the eye and I I was like I hate my hair right now and I hate I'm I just like I, I look like shit and I'm just I felt like I have no power when I walk into a yoga class like this. I I feel it when I'm on my mat and I feel it when I'm by myself. But I feel, I feel so unempowered. I feel so unworthy when I, when this happens. And, and so I know that I'm disconnected from my power when I feel like this. When I feel like I can't do something. When I feel like I don't belong there. And I think a lot of all of my issues stem from this. Like, I, I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I'm not worthy. And so, 
so that answers you know the second half of that question but the first half is you know when do I feel like I'm connected at my power with my power whatever and it's it's the exact opposite I can walk into a place I can light up the room I can make conversation with anybody I can make people laugh I make myself laugh everything feels light I feel confident I you know I um I feel intelligent I say intelligent things I am I'm very I feel like when I'm at my peak I'm like very charismatic I'm very charming I'm very you know alluring and I feel like nothing scares me I feel like nothing stops me when I have when I'm you know when I am filled with my own power when I'm when I'm connected to my sense of power and so I'm just reading the next like couple sentences of of this and what it says about you know being out of alignment with power this is and it's it's nice because then it goes into like you know say this like meditation or like and and this you know your presence is your power and so this is really good like it's it's really good that I felt that way at yoga the other day because I recognized it and so a lot of these questions that I that I think about and a lot of these things that I ponder and a lot of these things that I face have no solid answer and I don't really like things with a solid answer I just fucking suck at math said that before I failed every class that I've ever taken and I was always really drawn to English classes because I had there were there was no answer and as I get deeper and deeper into my life I like I like I do look for answers like I want there to be like a path because it's frustrating because other people seem to have a path and then I'm like I'm comparing myself to these other people who have a path and I'm like I feel like I'm I'm on like like I'm less of a person like I'm less than because I don't have a path in mind and because I'm open but then I think back to like some of the yoga philosophies and some of the texts and we have to and they always say you know be open to not knowing because we won't know and the only thing that you do know is right here in this second, right here. And so when I can tune in, and I also notice it when I'm connected to my power during this podcast. And so, a, you know, a lot of why I started this podcast was to talk about the things that I, that I, that I sit on, to, to, you know, and to maybe inspire somebody else. But, but if nothing else, it's when I go back and listen to these, because I do, I forget about some of the things that I said. And I, it's just, it flows out of me. And to me, that is power. I feel it when I write. I feel it when I speak. When I don't have to think about the words. It's like this this wisdom, this infinite wisdom that the sages talk about, that yogic texts talk about, that, you know, gurus talk about, that authors talk about. Things come from within you because they're already true. It's already your true nature. And so guess I guess like knowing all this I have to sit with it and I have to think and I just have to let it be I have to let it be and I have to let it come but I have to quiet myself down so I think my biggest challenge right now 
is to stick to like a like a main a main goal of not not worrying so much about the career because I guess that will that will fold in because I it, it won't come until I'm ready for it to come and until I'm ready for it to come I need to f- I need to find myself I need to figure out how to stay in my power how to use my power how to maintain it and then I have to I have to follow the things that I really want to do I have to follow my intuitions I have to I have to take risks and believe in myself and and trust that the universe does have my back and then it will fall into place so I'm sitting as I sit here and I think about it and I'm, I'm hearing myself say these words you know something comes to me and it says I'm looking at the finish line but it's really about what I can do right now to strip that away to allow me to even come to a place to appreciate the finish line because without it there will there I'll never be done searching I'll never be satisfied I'm going to continue to you know drink to oblivion not because I want to because it's fun because you know I did it on accident with my friends because I was enjoying life so much which a lot of times I do I've I've really gotten better about that not so much when I was in college but you know all the other things that I do to mask you know numb out go shopping you know you know get on a plane go date somebody in another city like those are the big ones in my life those those make me fun those give me a lot of funny stories those like you know I'm always gonna love those stories and I, I love that about myself and that's always what I've wanted but another part of the big juicy life is not just the crazy stories that happen to me but it's also all these things that I want to that I want to cultivate that it's it's not just falling behind and and letting myself you know get run over it's getting grips with my life and making something of it making something meaningful I want to read my horoscope from a couple days ago before I end this and it's going to be like the last thing because I I took a screenshot of it which I read it every day but this one was so like like shut the fuck up that's what I wanted to say shut the fuck up and it was this (laughs) this was Saturday what day is today Monday so this was just a couple days ago and it said this winter neurosis arises when the warmth of summer is over and the void within yourself has nothing left to hide behind right now it may be harder than usual to connect with deeper truths through your imagination sensitivity and intuitions your feelings run deeper than you know and i thought about that and it's so true because when it's summertime and when it's nice out i always have something to do i always have somewhere to go and i love it and it makes me feel good but i gotta figure out how to be when i don't feel good and when this when the circumstances aren't how i would choose them to be and that would be winter so eventually i i don't want to live in a place with winter eventually i don't want to live in oregon because you know not not because like but because i don't because i want to live somewhere sunny i want to get up every morning and I want to wake up and I want to do yoga and I want to hop in the pool and I want to wear dresses every day and I want to put my convertible top down 
and not because it's soothing in the moment and because it masks the things that are really going on but because I've mastered those and I fucking deserve it I deserve it because I want it I think we all deserve the things that we want so mm, I feel like fucking Oprah right now I feel I don't know I feel pretty good about that so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I really want to cover and I, I think I covered it we did the personalities we did the ferrets we did the book um I'm ready for a snack I always have a snack after this this really like makes me hungry and yeah yeah so I hope you guys enjoyed it thank you for listening I'm I'm super super stoked to do this again next week um will be a regular episode it will be the day before I leave for Ohio I don't know what I'm gonna don't know what I'm gonna do yet and then the next week hopefully someone from home will be on my podcast and um yeah it's gonna be a really 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 fun week I gotta figure out how to pack my pack my mic into my bags so that being said everybody have a fantastic fucking week and this is this is it This is Kiki Bangs. Peace out.